Welcome to 9to5Mac Watch Time, a podcast series exploring the world of Apple Watch and how it's changing people's lives. In this episode, I am joined by my New Year's Day guest, Greg McFadden. Greg, how are you doing? I am doing great, Zach. Thanks for having me. I am a listener of the podcast, so it's kind of weird to be on it now, kind of listening, you know, kind of talking to you. Yeah. And thanks for giving me a day over the weekend to, uh, to do this with me. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate that even more. Yep. So, um, Greg, you have a podcast yourself, which I believe is relatively new. You have a YouTube channel, which right. um, is not relatively new, and it's it, but but it is pretty successful. Um, I admire that. And then you have a really cool Apple Watch story that we just have to tell to our listeners because it's perfect for the New Year's Day when this episode comes out. Um, so, um, first, I want to just start with the podcast because I think that's the newest thing that you're doing. Right? Is is the Gadget Cast podcast? Yeah, so I do um, the GadgetCast podcast with my good friend, uh, Travis MCP. He also has a YouTube channel, and that that's a new endeavor for us. Um, I've toyed with the idea of doing a podcast for a while, but kind of didn't want to do it by myself, so I needed a good co-host to do it with. So we kind of launched that off the ground, and you know, it's relatively new. We're still trying to find our footing there, but it's been relatively successful. Uh, we've been having a blast doing it. We're looking forward to doing it. I'll actually be doing that a little bit after this show, so that'll be interesting to go podcast to podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. So so that launched in October. I was looking back at the feed, and I think you're about right. eight, 18 episodes in, so that's that's a pretty good launch. What's, what's your release schedule like every week or, or how often? Yeah. So initially, we, we, we have like a, a weird release schedule right now because we did... We we do every Monday. That's been consistent. Okay. But we've also thrown in a few Thursday episodes. Our podcast is relatively short, I think, compared to other tech podcasts that are out there. Um, a lot of them, you know, can go for like multiple hours. Yeah. Uh, so we do like a thirty to forty minute show each episode, and you know, with with multiple topics, we can do like two episodes in a week. With the holiday schedule, we've been kind of doing, you know, it's it's been like once a week. But I think going forward, we're going to try and be more consistent on that. Uh, twice a week schedule that's cool and then and then your co-host travis mcp he's from the youtube world he has a youtube channel as well just like you do um, right and, and and you guys are like you know similar similar sizes and everything which is a cool matchup um and then the podcast is just audio only right no video so so we started off with audio only and then we started doing like kind of like video live streams to a youtube channel mm-hmm. um we're not <laughs> it's kind of more just like we're like uh you know stepping in there fresh as well uh, we don't exactly have that where we want it to be, but yeah, we're we're toying with the idea of doing video and kind of ramping it up from there. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we, with Nine to Five Mac, I've been doing podcasting since 2013, and um, then we have Jeff Benjamin on our YouTube channel, and he's amazing. And um, we're we're just talking now. You know, we've been having for the last year or so about kind of trying to mix the worlds together because it's so neat. Like anytime I see people who I listen to their podcast on video, you already feel like you're best friends with them from the podcast. And then when you can see them, it's like you're in, it's just a whole other layer. So you've got um, a cool overlap of experience there where now you're, you're doing the podcast stuff, but you've got video experience and, and both of you. So it's like a lot of crossover uh, material there. That's neat. Um, do you ever listen to podcasts on your Apple watch? Oh yeah. All the time. That was, <laughs> that was one of my favorite features when that the native podcast app finally came to the Apple watch. Yeah. I was like, Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's a cool thing. Um, like I, I use Apple's podcast app. It's like the one thing that keeps me there is is 
because other podcast apps, they're, they're getting there now, but, um, for at least the first year, Apple's was the only one that could do streaming without having to sync the files over. Um, right. And, and that is so cool. Like just, I mean, it was amazing just with music to be able to sync music over and then stream music over. And then now with, with podcasting and then more recently, there's a this year audiobooks, um, two things where you don't have to bring your phone in anymore and you can have it right there on on your watch and stream it in your earphones so it's it's really cool um and it's it's podcasting on the watch has kind of changed um my uh like intensity of workouts with with audio because with music i it's usually something intensive or like like the sort of the, the music will set the pace of the workout whatever type of workout it is but a podcast is like spoken audio or an audiobook like it's just going to be calmer and like a slower pace and so it's like a way to force myself to not go all out and like have an actual recovery day. Like if it's a run or something, um, and it's, it's neat how the different sort of uh, audio forms can, can change, you know, what your, your output is like physically with your workout, if you're working out with a watch and that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely been my experience as well. When listening to podcasts, it's not as intense when you have like your music ramping up when you're, when you're listening to like a uh, spoken audio, it's like, ah, oh, it's a little more relaxed. You know, your, your pace on your run is a little bit slower. But yeah, it's it's a nice way to like break it up too, because like some some days you don't want to go on a run, but then it's like, well, you got this like podcast to listen to. What are you can do? Sit around. And it's like, okay, I'll go on a walk or a run, put on the podcast, just bring my Apple Watch, and then um, the 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 greatest combination where it all really lines up is when you have the Apple Watch and then you have AirPods, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like like the most magical experience. Like the first time, like uh, when I first got into my Apple Watch, AirPods didn't exist, right? And I was like using like a third party Bluetooth, and you know, like the experience was like it was like okay. It wasn't like exactly where I wanted it to be, but once that first pair of AirPods came out, like once I put them in, it like everything just clicked. The way like, you know, switching between your iPhone and your Apple Watch, how it does it automatically between those two devices. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, this 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 is the perfect experience. Like you don't you don't feel really limited in any way. Yeah. Like it, it like, didn't feel like a pain at the time because it was like the it was like state of the art or it, it was like the best there ever was. Um but then once AirPods, right. you know, showed it can be instant and it's just like you just put them in you're yeah. done then it's like oh you can never go the old way <laughs> again yeah I, I i had like a pair of jaybirds which at the time i think were like really highly reviewed and, and they were great uh bluetooth headphones but it, ca- it came with all the problems of bluetooth where mm-hmm. i remember like um before like every run like i would just have to go into the settings on my apple watch and reset the bluetooth to get it to connect properly and it's like it was such a pain point and i've had to do that a few times with airpods uh less recently with the more recent like chip upgrades to them yeah but it's uh it is, it is such an improved experience for I me it. i think the big thing with airpods and the watch is that um like with my phone before airpods i would just have a pair of earphones in my pocket you know curled up and and you know tiny with a wire but with with the watch you had to have bluetooth and so airpods weren't out for the first you know year or two uh of the watch and like like you mentioned and so um, the biggest challenge for me was making sure that my earphones were charged. And with AirPods, if they're in the charging case, the carrying case, so you don't lose them, then they're charging. And that thing, I just charge, you know, kind of routinely. And so it's never, they, they never die while I'm using them. Um, but I remember being like three miles out on a run. And then the, this is way before AirPods were out. And, and the Bluetooth things I had just died. And it was like my very first time running without music at all. And that was not where I wanted to be. It was like hot and humid, not a hill and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm going back home, <laughs> you know, done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing more defeating. Like when you're like midway through your run, all of a sudden, just battery dies. It's like, oh, yep. uh, oh okay. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 
Um, so yeah, that's really cool. Um, I, I want to talk now about your YouTube channel because you, your, your channel is, this is something that impresses me because I've, I've done podcasting for several years now, but I've not done YouTube. And this is like, I, I don't really know your background, where you're from, where you live. All I know is that you seemingly have made this YouTube channel on your own. And aside from the amazing Apple Watch story, just fill me in on some of the missing details there. Like, how did you go from from zero to sixty point two thousand subscribers? Uh, I think I think this is January twenty fifteen until now, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's that's uh, it's an interesting uh, story there too as well. Um, so you know, uh, background. I don't know. Do I tell where I live? Like, that's kind of. I think I, I I I've put that out there before, so it's actually not a big deal. No, I'm I'm from New Jersey, so okay. um, you know, I just had a. Uh, like a you know regular job out of college and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um 2015 was the year i got the apple watch strangely enough and that's actually why i started my youtube channel in the first place so it kind of all ties in together um so (laughs) i always like to tell this story because i I don't feel like i really started in 2015 even though that is when the channel came out yeah um i did like a a couple videos that weren't even tech related at the time you know just had a channel up there with a different name Mm mm-hmm and then uh, my first like tech video was when I got the Apple Watch. I was so excited to get it. I, I unboxed it, talked about it. And then uh, my next video after that was Apple Watch eight months later. So <laughs> it <laughs> nice. took like a big break in between. I didn't really have a plan going in there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, even after that, it, was, it wasn't as consistent. I'd say about 2017, mid-2017 is where I really started going like, okay, I want to I wanna devote more time to this endeavor and kind of really get it off the ground. Yeah. So I kind of consider more of that my start than 2015. So, so even more recent of uh, trying to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, so um, all that, all that, you know, just building at the actual part of that, you know, like you, you publish a lot of videos, like multiple a week sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just looking at like your channel, and it's just like, you know, it's it's tons of stuff. Like you're covering all the bases, and it's 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 really cool. Um, and so the bulk of that is in the last two years, you said then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Wow. Cool. What? Well, that's that's some, that's some good. Uh, you know, building it from from nothing then. Neat. And so January 2015, though, the watch has been announced, but it's not out yet. And it's not until till April 24th, 2015 April, yep. when it comes out. And so like you literally like you, you can go back and look at your unboxing video and everything. And that's like your first like tech video. And then the next one is, is your sort of like months later impressions. That's yeah. Like, eight, eight months later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Had it, had it all ready to go. I'm like, ah, I'm going to start this thing. And then it's like, yeah, it's like, oh. Eight months later. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about your journey in a moment, but like, so a year later from then, or, you know, when, when you get to like 2017 and, and, um, from what I, when I understand from some of your videos in 2017, you start to really feel, you know, you, you, you've lost a lot of weight, which is going to be part of your story in a moment. But, um, do you, do you think that's sort of what, what made it 2017 or so whenever you start making more videos more often? Is it like circumstantial with, with, um, you know, work in school or is it, do you think it's part of how you feel in general or what makes you push and do that? Yeah. Uh, I never thought about it that deeply. I, I, w- I would say it's something I just wanted to do for a long time. Um, I'm, I'm still not comfortable on camera until today. I don't know if that stems from poor body image and, and the, you know, losing all that weight because if you go back and watch my earlier videos i'm, I'm much heavier uh, if you go back and watch the eight months later review I'm, I'm still much heavier and and even in that uh eight months later i'm talking about like wow this thing actually helped me lose a lot of weight <laughs> right. but even then i'm still like i'm still relatively heavy i'm still going through my journey at that point and um 
I never really put the pieces together if that's why I started doing it more often. But I think it's more like um, with the expectations. And I think a lot of people who start YouTube go through that is like, well, you think you're going to be like really consistent and stuff. And you realize that like it's a lot harder than you thought. It takes a lot more time and effort. And um, I just I just don't think I was ready to pursue it at that time, I guess. But yeah, I, I maybe there was like a psychological thing with like body image as well, because I, I just hate it being on camera <laughs> looking at myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have not yet. I, I, I like I like I wouldn't mind being on camera if it was like me and a and, um you know, like a few folks and like we we're doing like like a live kind of thing on a stage I would be totally okay with, but like me alone in my office, I've not yet gotten the hang of that, you know? Um, so, so kudos for, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and getting there. Um, I had a, not as dramatic of a weight loss story as you, but, but still along the same lines. And I, I, for myself, I, I've thought a lot about it and I definitely associate getting like, um, Feeling better with exercise, of course, like like anyone does, but also seeing like direct correlations of what that does with with my work and how I feel like the work output is just on a different level if I'm treating myself well with exercise and everything, and and like all that's credit to the Apple Watch for me. So so you get the Apple Watch, and and do you so so in eight months you start losing weight, right? Like this thirty pounds yes. or so, yeah, and and you're yeah. kind of amazed by that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to piece everything together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been a while. Yeah. Uh. It, yeah. I, I experienced some initial weight loss. If you go back and watch that video, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head. Um. Thirty pounds sounds about right. Um. And then it it was a longer journey. Um. I actually read up on like weight loss and stuff like that before, and um, the dangers of losing a lot of weight quickly. So I use that and i'm not sure i think i mentioned that that i used it in combination with like a calorie tracking app like my fitness pal um setting movement goals and then uh caloric intake goals of like around like uh two pounds a week which was like kind of like the maximum you'd probably want to lose at that time considering the the adverse effect that like uh, a rapid weight loss can actually have on your health and then um what tends to happen with a lot of people is if you do have a rapid weight loss, like going quickly, like losing 100 pounds, and if you do that very quickly, there's more of a correlation to bounce back up in ah, weight. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like a uh, it's like a rapid lifestyle change that just kind of like <laughs> impacts your body in negative ways, especially with um, nutrients and stuff like that. Yeah, And the the adverse effects was something that I was concerned about going into it. But again, I mean, I think losing weight anyway in general is going to be healthier than, than continuing to stay at that weight. Yeah, so that's interesting because in your in your video, you talk about um, that, that you tried to lose weight before the Apple Watch. And yes. in some cases you would, and then in some cases you would gain it back even more weight than you had to begin with. Yes. And I yep. can totally relate with that. Um, whether it's, it's me trying with another device or just like on my own with, with nothing. Um, and it's discouraging. It's like, you know, it's, you, you yeah. felt like if you didn't do anything, you would have been better off. Um, what, it, a couple of things. So before the Apple Watch, did you, when you were trying those different attempts, did you use any other, you know, connected devices or anything, or was it just, just kind of going on your own? No, I've 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 always been interested in technology as a tool to kind of help me with my own, you know, weight problems. Um I think the earliest device that I used was back during the iPod days and they had that little Nike accessory you'd stick in your shoe, you had to buy like a special shoe for it mm-hmm. and it would go inside and then you'd be able to track it was basically like a glorified uh pedometer that you'd put in your shoe. Right. And then you could kind of like track stuff with it. And even back then, uh going back to 
the iPod, I tried to use that to lose weight. Uh, wasn't you know, I was again was successful, but didn't it wasn't a daily thing that I could really stick with. It was a little bit cumbersome to kind of use and go through it. You you could do it, but it wasn't like a lifestyle change where with the Apple Watch you kind of. You, you know, you wear it every day, kind of updates you on your goals, where with that, you had to kind of go dig into settings and kind of look at all this data yourself. And even then, like calorie information, all that stuff, it just it just wasn't accurate. It was in your shoe. It wasn't really connected to your body. Um, so I've used stuff like that in the past. And then uh, I believe I had like some version of a Fitbit. I can't even remember uh, what the name yeah. of it was. Yeah. But that wasn't an experience I liked either. Again, kind of uh, no display thing, uh, going into your phone to look at everything. Just really not taking a lot like of information. I mean, a pedometer, it, eventually the iPhone caught up with that to where if you carry right. your iPhone everywhere with you from the 5S on it, it had step tracking built in and, um, a hop, optical heart rate sensors for your heart rate. You know, those weren't a big part of, of things before the Apple watch in a big way. Um, what was it about the watch that appealed to you that made you, you buy it? Did you have weight loss in mind or, or you know, is, are you kind of like me and it's just a, a new gadget and at that time it was very unknown. So you're kind of just trying to see what it's all about. That, that's a hundred percent it. Like um, <laughs> I, I, I just got out of college. I just finally got a job. You know, when I was in, when I was in college, I was like a broke student. I lusted over all the, the Apple products that I could never afford. And it's like, you know, uh, the iPhone was like such like a revolution. And then like when the Apple watch came out, I'm like, ah, I think this is going to be like a, like a big thing. Like I want to be part of this. So I got the first version. I was like super excited to get it. And, um, you know, the weight loss thing obviously like appealed to me like going into it, but it was, that wasn't the only reason I bought the product. I, you know, uh, I remember on stage, like, you know, the, the future, uh, of, you know, of apps on your wrist and stuff like that, which is something that kind of <laughs> did turn out to be true. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a much slower road to get there. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the, the health stuff really took off and, um, that, yeah, even like the first day of getting it, messing around with, um, the activity and stuff like that. Uh, it was like an instant, like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I tell in my video that, um, I, I thought I was more active than I was. And I think I think we're, I think most people would probably be a pretty poor judge of how often they moved throughout the day, and I, I know I certainly was because I, I you know I'd be like oh I'm pretty active you know I get out of the house enough, and then you would like look at your Apple Watch and you'd see like oh you only took like two thousand steps today like that that's not that much your your move ring is barely there your exercise ring isn't there your stand ring and you look at all that data points you're like wow I guess I'm really not moving around that much and that's really what helped me to see that data and to see it consistently and it's like okay well now I need to go for a walk now I need to do this rather than just sitting around all day or or if you think like you go walk for 15 minutes and you're tired after it and you're like oh I, I did a lot today and it's like eh, not really <laughs> yeah, it, may, it might feel that way yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's um that's a good point and right from the setup screen on the watch like if you that's something about the watch is that the the activity experience for you know using the fitness tracker features is very inviting and that um it's also very revealing and when you when it asks you to set your move goal so how many active calories you burn per day then it will ask you up front do you move a lot a little or not not much at all you know and it'll it'll recommend a move goal based on that and um i think i think a lot of people you know myself included were inclined to think that we might do a little bit more than we do um or or not as much it depends on the scenario but um being able to put a number on the description. So you say, I think I, you might be coming to say, I move a little bit, I move enough, but what's the number that you're burning of calories that day? Um, having the watch just be like, here's a hard fact, you know, uh, you, yes. c you can't kind of wiggle room it. You know, I know for me initially I had, I 
set the the goal way too high and I was like I can't meet that um and then I had to go down I think 500 has always been my comfort zone for an active calorie move goal um you know and there's days when I blow that out of the water and days when I've got to do a little bit more to get there um but but the watch has been important for me in saying like here's a numerical value to put on your activity for the day of like what it usually is or ought to be um you know and there will be days that are exceptional and days that are not that good and you've got to work to get there but but it's it's it, it's the first time for me at least that having you know um a, a number on that not just a feeling <laughs> has been useful yeah and 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 that's basically for me exactly the point it's like you have this feeling of what you're doing throughout the day and then you're presented with the facts and it's like well this doesn't line up and seeing those numbers there, knowing that there is a move goal that you're supposed to be hitting, um, you know, you know, if you end your day and you're like 100 calories short of your move goal, you would never know that without wearing something like this. And for me, at least, I would never think, well, OK, I'm going to go for a quick walk to close my rings or I'm going to go for a quick jog to get this done today. And that's something that the Apple Watch has been really helpful with. Um, again, setting that move goal initially. Again, I, I think I put like, you know, like the middle options, like, do I move a lot? Do, I, I don't really know, which, again, turned out to not not be true. It's like, <laughs> well, you don't really move around that much. Yeah, not even and, moderately. And setting that, yeah. yeah, and setting that move goal initially, it's like, OK, well, you need to find something that you are comfortable with because there's also a danger in setting it. And I tell this to everyone who gets an Apple Watch, don't don't set it too high your first time because you'll probably get discouraged when you're not like hitting something consistently. And I think like setting it to, again, something that's reasonable, something that you can hit every day, something that might require like a little bit of extra effort is definitely the way to go. It's also interesting, too, though, because um, starting out with the Apple Watch and being so much heavier at that time, um, I, I could have a higher move goal. Sure. Yeah. You burn more calories that way. Yeah. yeah I could have a higher move goal than even I have today, which is kind of interesting um because again you're 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 way heavier so you're carrying all that weight so every little bit of action that you do you burn a lot more calories and that's very that's like a very interesting thing to kind of figure out as as you're moving through and you're you're going through like these um weight changes you're going especially for me going from like 100 pounds there's like a couple different stages i kind of think where i had to kind of shift my move goal and realize well okay you're not as heavy so to burn those exact same calories you have to do even more activity yeah, that's, that's really good insight. I mean, that's definitely true in my experience as well. And, and it's that your heart is working harder to do, um, even the small things when you're, when you're, you know, at the starting point and then eventually what was very hard or impossible becomes where you're, it's just your heart's way more efficient and it's just routine for you. And then the watch doesn't really, it knows your weight and it knows your goals and, you know, and, and, but it doesn't necessarily change how it promotes your, your, what it wants you to do in terms of raising your move goal gradually by 10% or so. Um, and, and there's, there's new things like trends that will, that are, that are better about that and, and giving you sort of, um, active information that you can use. But, but that's a really good point. Don't just follow, you know, your move goal. And if you have to lower it, think that you're not doing as well because like you, like you said, yeah, you, you can, it's going to change based on your body type as you change. And, and it's going to like, you know, you mentioned a couple of stages. I totally agree with that. Yeah, because like um, I could I could reach like over like a thousand calories burned on my move goal when I first started out just by doing like six thousand seven thousand steps a day, and now I have it set at like six fifty, and it's like <laughs> I have to do at least like twelve thousand steps and preferably maybe like a run with it as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And and it can confuse you because you're like I'm not burning as much and. 
So what's what what gives? And and maybe there's an opportunity there in, in the in the experience that Apple can show to say, you know, consider these factors, that kind of thing. But that that's a really good insight. Um Man, yeah. And for, for me, I, I agree with you. Set a goal that you can do. Um, for me, the first thing I did on like day one of trying this out as like a fitness journey was I'm going to wear the watch all day. I'm going to do half an hour on the elliptical and then have the rest of the day too. And then at bedtime, whatever my move ring was then, that's the goal. And it was like 750 or something. And then the next day I would, I would, you know, wake up, do the workout in the morning and then so I got the, the calorie burn from that, maybe 300 or so. And then it would take like at, right up until bedtime to, to hit that goal. And so I realized for me that that wasn't the best strategy. It needs to be something that, you know, to encourage me, I can close my move ring f- like f- with, with some, I can, I can take a big hit out of it, like 30 or 300 out of 500, you know, just from the workout alone and then have 200 to be just from kind of the rest of the day. Um, so that, that it's, it's not impossible to hit every day. And, you want to do something that you can do repeatedly. Like you wouldn't want the most strenuous activity to be your goal every day because you can't repeat that. But um, exactly. if it can be like a walk or something, then that, that's awesome. And for me, like ellipticals, like low impact and, um, you know, felt felt pretty good. So, that, that, but I, I wouldn't, even now, if I go for a run, I'm burning way more calories than I would on a walk or doing the elliptical or riding my bike. And it's like, I can't really look at that data and, and strive for that every day. Again. Yeah. And and I wonder why if um, I, I know since the Apple Watch was released, um, people have been asking for some sort of rest day option. And it seems interesting to me that Apple hasn't added that yet over the multiple watch OS releases. And I wonder if that is a philosophical thing of, you know, and I wonder if they could maybe kind of translate this better into the watch experience of, well, we don't want you to set your move goal so high that it's a. Uh, you know, that it's a, you know, like an intense workout every day. It's more of like you want to be comfortable hitting that goal. And and you can kind of see this maybe in the awards. They kind of have like those goals like, hey, you did 200% of your, your move goal today. You did really good. So there are kind of some awards and incentives baked in there. But I, I find it very interesting how they've never implemented a, a rest day system. And, I, and that's that's something that a lot of Apple Watch owners ask for because they really don't want to break their streaks. But again, it... I, from from what I can read, and I'm not like like a health guru or anything, but from what I can read, being taking like a day off and like being like like a complete day off and just sitting there maybe isn't necessarily the most healthy thing for you. Like you sh- you should be moving around. You shouldn't be sitting for long periods of times. That's not good for your body. So I wonder if that's like a philosophical thing not to add any sort of of rest day on the Apple Watch. Yeah, it's that's that's another good point because like if, if people, um, it, it's an active discussion uh, among users, and and I know thinking at Apple that um, to do another, they're thinking about it and that they want to do it in one shot and get it right, uh, and it'd be the first like big change to the way that the activity rings work since 2015. So we've gone like four years, four and a half years now with this same system of how it works. Um, today, um, but but that's the thing is like if if you if you walk every day, then you need something under that to be your rest day from that, and um, and maybe it could be something a little bit in the morning, something a little bit in the evening. But they have done things like um, something I like a lot is the option to 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 log a yoga workout, and they're pretty generous on. It won't it won't affect calories so much. So that's that's when you know you set your calorie goal personally so that's that's when 
you need to be strategic about what you set there to make a, a streak for you, to encourage you. Um, but they are generous with using a yoga workout, regardless of the amount of um, like heart rate intensity, and call that exercise, which I think is is, is a neat kind of middle ground there. Um, because it doesn't have to be the same as, you know, a very intense bike ride or a very fast paced walk. It can be very like, like it, it's, it's focused on recovery and, and mindfulness. Um, yet it's still a pathway to close your exercise, your, your, you know, your green exercise ring. So, um, but it's definitely an unfinished area that, they, that they're working on. Yeah. And, and maybe in the meantime, an un- onboarding there could, could make more sense. So. Um, Let's see. So I like something I like about your journey is that you talk about in your video, at first you would walk for 15 minutes just at work, and then you would walk to the bus stop, and then you'd eventually walk an hour and a half. And that was like, that's where this all comes from. And what I like about that is this this walking. It isn't like I I trained for a triathlon. It's it's just walking instead of, you know, taking a car somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like uh, I lost basically all of my weight just from just from walking like I, I i really didn't even pick up running until like i was like uh, i'd like to save some time in the day so i'm gonna <laughs> start running and just get this out of the way but but yeah i tell that i tell that to people all the time who are, who are asking me about uh weight loss advice as i say you know at the, at the start especially if you're just looking like you know if you want to get like encouraged like it really doesn't take that much to start seeing results and i know like people are like really really busy but again like Instead of like sitting at your uh, at your desk on a break, it's like, well, you know, you, you can go outside and walk for 15 minutes. And that, and that's exactly how I started. When I had a break at work, I just go outside, walk 15 minutes, have another break, go take another 15 minute walk. Uh, maybe from there, eat my lunch really quickly and then, and then spend the rest of the time walking and just getting up out of my chair. And, you know, you, especially from like office life, you see a lot of people who are just, you know, they're plumped down at their desk all day not really moving around. It's like we, op- we optimize our life for like the least amount of friction and movement and everything. Yeah. So we got to make yeah, and, time for this stuff. And it's it, like, like you were saying before, like just being like active, it like clears your head so much and it, and it, and it changes like your way of thinking. You're much more like positive and stuff like that. So like it's, and it's such like a small thing to do, like, you know, like walking around, it's, it's really not too much. And, and again, from there I, I did build it up to an extreme where, all of a sudden, I'm I'm walking home like an hour and a half. <laughs> People are like, "What are you crazy?" <laughs> right. And you you didn't just like wake up every night. And you're like, "I'm gonna walk an hour and a half every day." It was a gradual thing, and like that was like the plateau of like this is where it gets. Yeah. And then, then you know <laughs> you, you change it up a little bit. But on this journey, so since your video, has there ever been a point where you struggle with with maintaining what you've done, and there's like a fear of of, of shifting backwards, or or does does your routine require um, kind of a commitment that that is is can be difficult to sustain, or what's your experience like with that? Is is it um, something that 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 is just you just keep doing it every day and don't think about it, or does it still take effort? Uh, no, I, I I think I think about it every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared to go back in a way. Um, this is actually pretty relevant because, unfortunately, when when you I prefer to run outside. Um, I don't like treadmills and stuff like that, and I don't I don't have any like a track near me that I go to. Uh, unfortunately, that does increase the risk of injury, which actually did happen to me recently. Um, so I fell on a run, um, bruised up my knee, and then uh, pulled pulled like a muscle uh, in my upper body. So I haven't. And that happened about uh, about a month and a half ago. So I haven't been able to run, which which is what I'm used to doing to to maintain now. So I've been doing a lot more walking after my knee healed up initially because I had to wait for that. But um, I've been I've been. Uh, 
<laughs> it's it's been like difficult for especially during the holidays where I've gotten used to like this more active lifestyle and knowing what I what I can do and then kind of taking that away from me for for a period and it's like oh, okay so um yeah that's that's something I still struggle with is uh trying to maintain everything um there there are parts where like you know I I think everyone will fluctuate a little bit in weight and you might see like oh like uh gain five pounds and it's like okay but then you can take action because you have all that data you know you've gained weight you know what you have to do to correct it um but yeah especially now these last two months have been pretty difficult for me in terms of um not necessarily maintaining but i've I've wanted to be like further along than where i am from a from a fitness point of view and i and i did have a major setback uh two months ago and and that continues till today i haven't done a run yet i'm starting to feel well enough to do it so i'm I'm, that's probably going to happen pretty soon again where i can start going on runs again um and and it just kind of ties into also to set your uh, set your fall detection on your Apple Watch. Yeah, sure. It can happen to anyone. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah I've, yeah. I've activated it a couple of times now. Um, yeah, man, that's something. So, um, I wrote the first time I wrote about my watch experience, um, with weight loss was, um, I, just, I didn't lose a hundred pounds. I lost fifty pounds. Um, but I went from from uh, yeah two ten to one one sixty at the time, and then I got down to one. Um, 40 and then, and then was like, I want to be back around like 150, 160. And that, that felt the best. Um, and, and that was awesome. Like I wrote that on, I, I published it on, on a New Year's Day. And this was probably 2017, if I recall. And, and it was just like an amazing time. And then like that year got, and that was like the, the, the result of, you know, a year and a half effort of a lifestyle change. And, and then once I got to that point of like celebration, uh, I, I, I knew it was tough, but I was like, you know, it was, it was sustainable because it was like my new life. Um, but then once the first thing in my life that got really hard, just like on like a personal situation thing, it's like, it threw me off my game and then everything was just done. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I've, I, there's something I care about much more than, than my activity rings now. And something is so difficult now that I can't even like process that anymore. And it's like, I'm going to go back to, exactly the old way um and i didn't think to myself for a long long time it'll just be like until i feel better and um and it took you know it's, it's it's funny it's like it took a long time to gain weight back um and i haven't gained as i haven't gained all of it back yet but i gained enough that it's frustrating and um and, and part of it was like i i could give up exercise and not worry about dieting anymore and just like weight loss, weight gain was gradual, and it took weeks, months for to see the differences. But then it eventually happens, um, and, and, and that was frustrating. It's like, but but since then, I've, I've also maintained like the exercise stuff, not as religiously, but frequently, to where my exercise now just like just look at running alone. I'm doing much better than I was before in terms of distances, just not speed. Um, and so there's this big curiosity of like, if I can work as hard as I did the first time, you know, and find stories like yours that just motivate me and, and push me, um, and like find the challenges and, and, and ways to overcome them. Um, then I'm just curious, like what's on the other side of that. And that's kind of what I'm working toward. And so, so this year I've got these goals where, um, I've now ran six different half marathon races, but nine, uh, I've, I've never, fin- I've, I've finished between 200, two hours and 12 minutes and then two hours and 30, 
eight minutes or so. And I really wanted to speak two hours. Cause it was like the thing to do. Um, and so I've got, that's my goal this year is to do that. And then, then, and then by the end of the year to also in December run a full marathon. Cause I feel like doing six halves, I want to finally do the real thing, the full thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's such, I mean, it's such a cool time. It's like, you know, uh, I, I didn't know about your injury, but all I, you know, what I can say is go easy on yourself. I, I went easy on myself uh, for sure. And I'm, it's taken me longer to get back on track than the first journey did in the first place. Unless you count yeah. like the years before the Apple watch came out, but like just thinking about it, I've been trying to get back on track longer than I tried to just start the whole thing in the first place. Um, but it, you know, it, it's, as long as you've got your focus and it's not like you don't just give up on your goal, just try every single day. Even if you fail every day, just, you know, that's something I haven't done yet is, is I've not just said, well, oh, well, I'll just take off the watch and not use it anymore and just forget about that part of life because it's so, once you get it, it's it's so like fulfilling that I, I don't want to give it up yet and I still enjoy everything I'm, I'm working towards. So um, I'll be thinking about you and your inner injury and I'll, I'll be using, you know, your story to push me forward and I hope a lot of listeners do too. I would just say to like anyone listening out there who wants to lose weight, um, you know, find something that works for you. I guess it doesn't have to be an Apple Watch. That's what worked for me. I know that's not going to be like everyone's thing, but I think like the most important takeaway is like if you are like heavier and stuff like that, like you do get so much more like energy and you do feel a lot better. And it is a much better lifestyle to keep your weight down that like I, I encourage anyone to, to to try and find like a plan that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel good. Yeah. Feel good. Most importantly. I uh, hope to talk to you again, uh, Greg. This was really fun. And um, this is, uh, I really appreciate your time. This is a great way to start the new year. Thanks for having me on, Zach. It was a 